This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman with my co-host Tony Shore here from the Premier Advisory Group and lovely Omaha, Nebraska. Beautiful weekend, warmed up a little bit, and that's what we get. But guess what, Tony? I think we're probably going to drop back down. We'll have more winter. Oh, yeah. And it's just the way it is, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it changes from day to day. We'll take the nice weather when we can get it, though. And uh, yeah, so this is great. Uh, for now, <laughs> it's good. It'll get cold again. So, Bill, how have you been? Fantastic. Yeah, good times. Everything's great. Uh, business is busy and clients seem to be happy and kids are healthy and wife is still likes me, I think. So yeah, everything's great. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Family's doing well. Um, you know, the flu went through my family, but uh, we're most of us are, are beyond it. My one daughter is kind of in the tail end there of uh, she got the flu pretty bad, but uh, everybody's feeling better. So that's a good thing. I know a lot of people have been dealing with that lately. A lot of people have been dealing with that. Absolutely. And it's always an issue too. I mean, it's always something that, you know, uh, with a house, with a family like ours, family of five, one person gets sick. It's usually that everybody there is going to get sick too. Luckily this year, I've been fortunate to not, uh, get anything they've had, uh, which is fantastic. And the, in the kids, uh, I, I think just two, uh, two of them, the wife, follow it along but the wife also likes to you know nurture them when they're sick and gets all close to them and cuddly and you know so that's just the way it works right yeah that, that's what that's what moms do yep that that's exactly what moms do and yeah i've got a family of five as well and so we all you know uh, boy once that hits one person you're just cringing like oh boy here we go <laughs> That's right. Yeah. As my daughters would say, that's cringeworthy, dad. Ah, cringeworthy. Like my jokes. <laughs> yeah. You, you had a doozy earlier too. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, for our listeners, I want to see if our listeners think that my joke is as cringeworthy as you did. So here's the joke and you may not get it at first, but uh, I think it's a good one. Here we go. So Bill, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. Oh, which, which, which one comes first? There you go. Yeah, oh, there man. you go. But um, bump. Uh, yeah, maybe that should be filed under cringeworthy. I don't know. There goes all of our yep, listeners. Like, Thank you, Tony. They just turned away. <laughs> That's the end of the Altman on yeah. KFAB Nation, <laughs> and we sign off. Well, we haven't even gotten to the good financial advice yet, so let, let's dig into it. I mean, there's a lot going on. You know, the SECURE Act. I've read about that as it's going to affect everybody's IRAs and 401ks, things like that. Um, they're changing those rules. And of course, um, the, the Brexit deal uh, is going through finally over there in England. I, I wonder how these things or if these things are going to affect the uh, markets. 
you know, sure, they'll affect the things short term and, you know, some things will have a little long term ramifications, you know, but I, I think overall, again, we're looking at the general health of the economy in general, how, how fundamentals are doing and how companies are performing and balance sheets, income, sales, debt, all of that. We're looking at consumer confidence. We're looking at uh, consumer spending which if consumers are confident consumers are spending that that both of the that is happening right now yeah. uh u.s home sales rose 10.8 percent year over year in december wow okay so uh median year over year price of an existing single family home rising eight percent so your your home value think of that as an investment rose eight percent it's pretty darn good mm-hmm. to two hundred seventy six thousand nine hundred dollars was the median uh, price wow. for a single family home mm. in the United States. Mm. Interesting. Uh, unsold inventory sits at a three month supply. Um, and so that's a pretty low supply, really. It's lower than the three point seven month figure that was uh, that was the, a month prior to that. So that's a December number, that three month supply. So we've seen unsold inventory decrease, which is a sign of people are are buying. There's not a lot of inventory on the market for homes. So those are good things that we've seen. We've seen crude come down. Oil prices were down again. Uh, crude, crude closing low. Crude was down oh, 11% or so for the year. Wow. Gold prices were rallying. Uh, you know, so we're seeing actually precious metals did really good last year. That was one of a lead portfolio, lead portfolio manager, Marianne, Marianne Montaigne with Gradient Investments, uh, won actually portfolio award with her precious metals uh, portfolio, which is pretty neat for wow. performance. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And, and we've seen treasury rates down a little bit, too. So we've seen U.S. Treasury on the 10 year treasury. Um, down. We've seen the two-year treasury down. And so interest rates go down. It pumps interest or money into the economy. So it's like, you know, interest rates go down and you're pumping air into your tires. Um, they Interest rates go up, air comes out of the tires, air comes out of that economy a little bit. And so, yeah, we're seeing great economic data, but we, we do have to always remember again that that boxer doesn't get knocked out by the punch he's expecting right? right so we have to always make sure that we're planning for you and not planning on past performance past performance has done well we've had wonderful market years we've had an incredible 11 year bull market run but in the same respect if you're retiring and 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 you know you've you've built this built this account built these accounts this uh, retirement this this whole retirement nest egg, right? This these funds that are there that are supposed to pay you in your retirement when you're not working. You're supposed to now receive income from this. You don't want to jeopardize that, and that's what we really have to make sure that portfolios have a clear direction. We talk about that a lot on the show. A clear, discernible direction. We know what's going on. We know why it's working. We have professional money management with Gradient Investments. And it's just we it's a it's a great it's a great feeling overall. And people generally feel very secure with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. And security is what we're talking about, because uh, things can get crazy out there. And it's like you say, it's the punch you're not expecting, but be prepared as prepared as possible for it. And that's where you come in uh, as as the coach, as the financial coach, the financial advisor and you've helped so many people. You've seen a lot of mistakes uh, that people have made out there. And so we can take advantage of that knowledge so we don't make the same mistakes as we save and invest and prepare for retirement, right? 
That's right. You know, and you know that we had this coronavirus outbreak oh, that yeah. kind of you know really the market struggled with it right uh, for a day yep. actually. Yep. And, and this is brand new, so we could see you know a lot of struggle with it, but we'll kind of see what happens here. It looks like hopefully things are things are improving on that end, or at least they're getting their hands around it. But we saw the market turn around pretty quickly when that happened. We've seen the market volatile this week for sure. But I did see an interesting meme or meme, what do they call those? Memes, memes, me- memes, memes, memes. memes. Okay, yeah. there you yeah, go. Yeah. So I saw a meme. My, if my daughters listen to this, I am going to get completely <laughs> yeah. tortured. Yeah, it's memes or meme. Yeah. Okay, got it. Thanks. Uh, so the coronavirus, my, yep. my sister-in-law, Danielle's sister, Nikki, who lives in Tucson, Arizona, she sent me, or uh, she sent the group on text a, a, a meme Okay, that said, uh, we're we're calling in sick and coronavirus, and it was a picture of somebody drinking a Corona on the beach. So, uh, <laughs> Corona, by the way, is not the the uh, the carrier of the disease. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yeah. There there are actually people out there who think, oh, the coronavirus is somehow caused by Corona beer. Right. I mean, which is crazy because it has nothing to do with that. It's just a similar name. That's Yeah. So we here at the Premier Advisory Group say drink up. Well, no, we're not promoting that necessarily. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, you don't need to dump out all your Corona. It's uh, I I read an article where, yeah, I saw the memes where the guy's girlfriend is dumping out all the Corona. It's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the actual coronavirus is not funny. And, and like you said, even that affected the market for a day and it's happening around the, you know, on the other side of the world and hopefully they can contain that. Um, you know, uh, that's, that's the key right now is hoping that that happens. But in the, in the meantime, you know, being balanced with our portfolio and where our money is at is huge. And I think that's it is it's even more important as we bill a lot of things are happening. We're heading into tax season. Uh, new laws regarding stretch IRAs and minimum distributions and, um, f- you know, your full retirement age when you can start taking, uh, when you can contribute. All these things are changing. And I just it's a lot to stay on top of. But I guess we don't have to because you're doing that for us. Right. That's what I do. That's my job. And, you know, just to repeat some of the law that has changed with the SECURE Act regarding your IRAs, just a couple really important things. If you were not 70 and a half by December 31st, 2019, your new required minimum distribution age is 72. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to take money out of your IRAs until you're 72 years old. If you were not 70 and a half, by December 31st, 2019. So that's a big change. What's an RMD? Again, the required minimum distribution. Out of a qualified uh, uh, qualified IRA, a traditional IRA, an IRA that you're no longer contributing to or if you're separated from the company, um, you have to take money out of these. The IRS forces you to take a, a small distribution each year when you become of age. If you fail to make a distribution or uh, fail to take that distribution, it's a 50% penalty. So it's, again, steep. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure you're taking your distributions when you have to. Laws just changed. We had a whole number of clients where 
these laws changed and, and, and it affected their income plan and not, not for the negative, but it gave them more options. We no longer have to start taking from this big taxable account that's never, ever been taxed. And now we can take from the other accounts, the Roth IRAs, this and that to keep that taxable income lower for longer. The other thing that has changed are the stretch IRA or multi-generational IRA or inherited IRA. Those three things are the exact same thing. Yeah. In our industry, people, they love it when we have multiple terms for the same exact definition. So your inherited IRA is, let's just say, uh, you know, I go to inherit my dad's IRA. Okay. And if I, prior to this new law, I could actually inherit that IRA over my lifetime. I could take minimum distributions and stretch that tax basis out over my lifetime, take little distributions each year, pay the tax on the distribution I take. Then I don't have to take all of that money in one big lump sum and pay taxes on it. Right. Or a five year period. That's the way it was before I could do lifetime, have it out by five years or a lump sum distribution. Well, now the new law with the secure act has changed that that says you have to have that IRA money out within 10 years. So again, to a, a, a beneficiary, it doesn't have to be linear descendant or a, a kid, right? It just has to be any beneficiary, right? Any beneficiary receives this, we're able to stretch that out. But again, a maximum now of over 10 years, but which is still, I'll take it. It's better than five. Well, yeah, exactly. It is. It is better than five. So there, it's not like it's completely going away, but they are limiting it, is what you're saying. That's right. Right. Instead of lifetime, it's 10 years. Yeah, so yeah. the government wants their money. And one thing that I did here, which I thought it was pretty funny, probably get some calls from the assessor's office. But if you've recently got your your tax, your property tax assessment um, or your or you got online at DCAssessor.org, I believe it is or .gov, but it's the Douglas County Assessor, you'll see that pro some property values have increased tremendously. Yeah. I mean, some have gone up so ridiculous that you wonder where the heck would they get those values, especially when there was a comparable that was uh, the opposite end of the spectrum. So sometimes you just have to wonder, but I urge everybody to make sure you're looking at that and make sure that it's in line. If they have increased your property taxes, and I'm talking about Douglas County now, I haven't looked into the Sarpy County, but I know Douglas County, they've been pretty, pretty good about increasing these values and kind of erratically as well. It's not just simple little increases. We've seen increases of, you know, 100,000 or 400,000. There was one bigger house in Omaha that it, there was an increase of like two and a half million in one year on the value. Wow. Other states have, other states have put in ty uh, different type of procedures where it's limited on what they can increase it year over year. So that's one thing um, maybe that is being looked into. Hopefully our unicameral, which is in session, is looking into a cap on that. They're also looking into, so. Tony's something that we call the consumption tax. Oh, what's that? Well, so that's on, that's going to be a tax on, so every, all other taxes pretty much are eliminated except for some like local and county. But for instance, instead of paying like a, a really high tax on when you buy a car, or really high property taxes will run 2.2 to 2.8, 2.9% property taxes around this area, which is pretty darn high. Instead of those annual property taxes, you have a consumption tax when you buy the house. 
So say you buy a $300,000 house and there's an 11% consumption tax, your, your house now just costs 333000 but no property taxes. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, that's um, interesting. Uh, wow. And so a lot of our listeners, I bet, didn't even know any of that was going on. Yeah, pretty new stuff. Yeah, um, it's pretty it's pretty bold. Um, one of the big uh, one of the big criticisms of this was or or is, but I think it's been uh, I think that the criticism's gone from at this point if you understand it well enough. But the criticism is, well, what happens where you know uh, there's you know very low income and you're charging these people aren't paying tax anyway? Now you're charging everybody a tax. Well, it, there's actually um, a provision in there that does protect low income. Um, earners to make sure that um, they might they're not going to be paying that same consumption tax huh which is nice yeah yeah so again you know if you want to change out cars every single year which is sometimes nice to do if you can do it um, not saying it's a great financial decision but people do it you know let's just face it yeah you'll pay a consumption tax every time you you turn that around so you gotta there's several things that come into play so it definitely rewards people for you know keeping cars longer, you know, take, take my truck and, you know, keep it for 10 years or whatever the number is, instead of switching it out every five, it's going to, it's going to change money. It's going to change right, right. Uh, dramatically. Yeah. And, and same with the house. So we have to think about how all these things play, but you think about that 33, that $300,000 house, Tony, and you have a $33,000 consumption tax oh. on it. Well, property, but, but hold on. So think about it. How long have you lived in your house, Tony? Um, 22 years. You would have broke even on that consumption tax in four. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's the difference. Yeah. So you pay, you know, two point, let's just call it an average of 2.5%. Sure. Right. And so you pay basically that, that 10% over that four year period. And, and, and so you're, you know, we're, I know we're a percent off at this point, 10 versus 11, but, but who cares? Yeah, you know, yeah. we're just talking about an example. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that are advantageous, like they don't make you start taking those required minimum distributions now until you're 72. And it used to be 71 and a half or 70 and a half, right? 70 and a half. Yeah. yeah. And the last time they changed that was 1984. So they finally got off their butts and said, oh, I guess life expectancy has improved since 1984. We better knock it up to match life expectancy. Yeah, it's improved quite a bit yeah. since then. I, I know you're going to give them the accolades, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's there's much more pork in that than we than we'll ever know. Oh, sure. And, and how it affects. And I'm sure it's the government wants their money and they want it now, yeah. just like our property taxes That's right true. here in Omaha. True. You want to charge a ridiculous amount of property taxes? Yeah, you want your money and you want it now get real come on let me tell you tell me exactly how you feel about it well, yeah. well that's how that's how bill altman feels about it <laughs> well yeah and it's it's something that we have to be passionate about and, and have an opinion about especially as we go to the polls because um yeah property taxes gotten out of hand and and like you said um in some cases it's you know i've seen people's property tax double um and a lot of people don't realize uh, this is going on. Of course, if they pay attention to their property tax bill, uh, a lot of them are going to find out, right? Pay attention to it. Go to the DC assessor site, go to your Sarpy County, County assessor site, Washington County, wherever you're listening to us from and make sure that you haven't got hosed and make sure that your property taxes are in line. Otherwise pick up that phone and make an appointment and make sure that you're contesting it. Yeah. So, 
preliminary period, you're able to do that. And we've seen a lot of success with, uh, with, with the contesting of certain property values without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it can depend, but it's, yeah, it's worth a try. And, uh, a lot of people should, if it's like a crazy amount for sure. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and Tony, and I know we're kind of coming to a, a close here in the show and it, it's always a great time. I love doing the show with you. So again, I appreciate you so much. Oh yeah. Thanks. Uh, you know, one of the things I think I see if people say, hey, what do you see the biggest problem um, with portfolios or investments or retirement planning? And I think, well, definitely procrastination, right? Putting off until tomorrow what we should have done yesterday. That's a big thing. I think also comparison. I mean, the Apostle Paul said comparison and doing so one is not wise. Hmm comparison and doing so one is not wise. So constantly comparing ourselves to one another. Yep. And and then you think that you just don't have enough right. money. And I, the internet fuels I, that too. Like Facebook. Oh, they fuel it. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. Right. They love it. But remember what's the internet doing? Getting you to click on something because they sell advertising just like the media. Right. So be very careful. I had a lady in my office uh, last this this past week here and you know literally she's crying knowing that she can retire and 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 it's just amazing that nobody has been able to tell this lovely 65 year old woman this yet right really really you're the the person that she goes to the financial advisor that she has her stuff through um no one could tell her this yeah and, and, and here she is miserable at her job oh. and she said, I've been working all my year, all my life. And I would love to be able to do some things that I enjoy doing for the last 20 years. Mm. And, and, and here she finds out that she can retire. That's important, right? So quit comparing yourself. Um, I think that's, you know, incredibly important, Tony, uh, you change the changeable. So think about these three things, right? Change the changeable. Yeah. Accept the unchangeable and remove the unacceptable. So change the changeable, accept the unchangeable, and remove the unacceptable. Stop procrastinating, quit comparing yourself, take ownership, come into my office, and let's get you on the right track. Let me help you take you to the next level in retirement. Let me help you get to that point. Let me help you better understand it let you understand the technology that we work with our generational vault and all the great, wonderful things that we do here that really helps people understand their own finances and how they can retire securely and feel like they've accomplished it again, because you're unique. You've worked your tail off all your life and now it's your time. Right. I think I'm that's here to help. great. Uh, that's great. And I know you are, Bill. Well, we're out of time for today's show. What's that phone number? One more time. Absolutely, Tony. 402-557-6730. 402-557-6730. And go to the website. Visit us, uh, paradvisor.com, P-A-R, advisor.com. Go to Facebook, like us, Twitter, all the fun stuff. We're there. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730. 
or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.